Gracias. Thelma, uh, eres incomparable. And that was excellent. Okay. Now, um, we had a little announcement earlier that we have a special guest today. And indeed, we're in for a treat that we have Pastor Alejandro with us. Now, some of you may not know that um, he was healed of a tumor when he was young and that um, you started preaching very, very young. Was it 11? 11 years old. Amazing, isn't it? And, and so we need to encourage our young people to really step out and be really bold in God. Now, um, Pastor Alexandro has his own ministry and is, um, but is going to be based in Perth, I understand. We'll be seeing more of you, seeing that you've married an Aussie girl. Yes, and that he only got married two weeks ago. He's already traveling, he's going to the States. But as I said to him, you know, that only prolongs the honeymoon, right? Now, um, he's been, uh, well, he was a special guest some months ago, and Pastor Dave and I were away. But we saw how, you know, um, wonderful that ministry was. You know, Mara and Philip's little girl, Portia. Portia had um, deafness in her left ear, and she came up to be prayed and um, got healed. So that it's, it is recorded, um, and she's gone back to the uh, deaf, uh, the, the sound clinic, and they, uh, after that, they showed that the he hearing the left ear had impre um, improved greatly. And not only that, the hearing the right ear, which was fine, was even better. So, you know, for um, God to move in such a powerful way, he can do it anytime, right? You're expecting great things? Yeah. yeah? So, will you please uh, join me in welcoming Pastor Alejandro. Amen. Give it up to the Lord this morning. Come on, give it up to the Lord this morning. Shout hallelujah if you can. Shout praise the Lord if you can. Oh, come on, let's just welcome the Holy Spirit this morning, can we? Lift up our hands and let's just, you know, let's just worship the Lord for a few seconds and worship and welcome the presence of the Lord to this sanctuary, shall we? Lord, we praise you and we welcome you this morning. We're so hungry for you, Lord. And we just want to lift our hands up and we just want to praise you and thank you for who you are, Lord. For you are worthy above all names. You are worthy above all names. Oh, Lord, you're Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh. Oh, our provider, Lord. You are the light of the nations, Lord God. And we praise you and we worship you. And we all come together, Lord God, as your, as your people, Lord God, as one people, as one nation, God's nation, God's people, we come together and we surrender our hearts and our minds and we pray that today you will speak to us, to us in an unforgettable way, Father God. We just pray that this service will be permeated with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We just pray that this service will be, oh, will be filled with the power of God and we pray that signs and wonders will take place as we praise you. And as we worship here, and as we press in and press through, in Jesus' name, amen. Give it up to the Lord one more time. <laughs> Praise God. You may be seated. I'm really excited to 
be back in ICC. I know the Lord is going to do some powerful things this morning. Are you ready? Are you excited? Praise the Lord. You know, I'm so happy to see you all, you know, ready to receive from the Lord. I, I can see some uh, hungry faces in this house. Yeah, you're hungry for the Lord, aren't you? I can see some uh, passionate people in this house, some radical Christians in this house. And I'm just ready to, re to, re to give and receive more from the Lord. You know, while I preach, I receive as well. So I, I believe this morning is going to be an unforgettable experience. Amen. I believe God is going to take, take, um, take place and, you know, he's going to uh, fill us with the Holy Spirit. And, and we're just going to see wonderful things happening this morning. Are we ready? Are we ready? It's going to take part of this service. So uh, I just want to open my Bible, and uh, I want you to open your Bible in Genesis chapter 20. We're going to read in verse 28, verse 12. Chapter 28, verse 12. And I just want to talk about living under God's covenant. That's my preaching today. If you want to write it down, uh, just write down this title, Living Under God's Covenant. Praise God. I know Pastor Sergio likes to teach a few words in Spanish when he comes by this church. I'll teach you a new one. How about if you tell your neighbor, Jesus te ama. Tell your neighbor, Jesus te ama. You know, if you say that in Latin America, people will respond to you in a very, you know, nice and friendly way. Jesus te ama. Jesus loves you. Amen. And that opens an opportunity to witness to someone else. Hallelujah. So, Jesus te ama. I was really amazed and surprised when I saw this lady singing in Spanish with such a, you know, perfection. I mean, the accent, she didn't have any accent at all. And, and, and the way she accentuated the words and, and the way she, she sang, I mean, that was just amazing. And I, I'm not sure if she speaks Spanish, you know, but, uh, she probably, she's been rehearsing lately. I'm not sure if she speaks Spanish as her second language, but if she doesn't, then that's a miracle because uh, the way she sings is just wonderful. And uh, praise God for, you know, for the giftedness that God has given her. Amen. So we're going to read from verse 12 and forward. The Bible says, and it's talking about Jacob. Then he dreamt, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it. And said, I'm the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lay, I will give to you and your descendants. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I'm with you and will keep you whatever you go and will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. 
And he was afraid and said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of that city had been Luz previously. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me. See, this is what I want to talk to you this morning. The vow, the covenant that Jacob made with God. If God will be with me and keep me in this way that I'm going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God and this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house and all of that you have given me I will surely give a tenth to you. That's when he, you know, um, receives this revelation of giving the tenth, you know, the tithe, you know, tenth percent to God. And, uh, you know, afterwards his life changes radically. It's amazing how after he had this encounter with God, his whole life changed dramatically. He had a, a, a change, a complete transformation his personality changed, his character changed, even the way he was dealing with things in life changed. You know, his relationship with his brother changed. Everything changed dramatically overnight after he had this encounter with God. He, will, he was never the same after he encountered with God and had this wonderful encounter where God changed him from inside out. See, after you have an encounter with God, you will never be the same. It is impossible for someone to have an encounter with God and be the same person. There is a gradual transformation. There is a gradual change. God is going to change you every single day. It's not a man change, but it's a God change. God is going to be in charge of that transformation place, that transformation progress. You know, it, it might be a slow process because God doesn't work in a microwave way. Hello? God works in mysterious and powerful ways. He's not a microwave God. He's a process. God likes process. He likes to process His people. He likes to, to you know, take us on that process to teach us things in life. And sometimes when we go through that process, we don't understand why we're going through that process. Sometimes we feel alone. Sometimes we feel forgotten. Sometimes we feel like God has forsaken us and God has forgotten about our family and our children. When we go through that process, that process is so hard and so difficult that we tend to turn our backs on God and think that God has left us behind, that think that God has left us in the middle of the desert. And that's not true. The enemy wants to make you think that God has forsaken you, but he will never forsake you for one second. He will always be with you. He will always go with you. He will always go before you. He will always open the doors for you. He will always give you favor. Come on, church. Come on, people. He will always give you His grace. His grace is more abundant than you can ever imagine or think. God's grace is beyond your limits. God's grace is beyond your thoughts. 
God's grace is beyond what you can ever imagine or think. See, as human beings, we can't, we can't comprehend God's grace and His fullness. We can't comprehend God's grace in its entirety. We can't. We try, but we can't. Because the enemy wants to make us think that we are sinners, that we don't deserve it, that we are lost, that we try, but we fail. See, that's what the enemy wants to make us think. And we're in that cycle always. Like, you know, a lot of Christians are always walking that same cycle. They spin around in the same cycle for years and years. Oh, I don't deserve it. Oh, I'm not cold. Oh, I'm not worthy enough. Oh, I don't think God has called me. Oh, I have so many faults and flaws. And I don't think I'm, I'm going to ever get to that level where I can reach God's fullness in my life. Let me tell you something. God has called you to great things. And even if the enemy opposes on your way, God is going to give Give you the victory. Come on, somebody, and praise the Lord. God is going to help you overcome your enemies. Amen? So you just got to seek the Lord every day. You just got to worship the Lord. You just got to become a God chaser. Tell someone, I'm a God chaser. Oh, I want to chase God with all my life. Every day I live, I want to chase God. I'm not here just to live because I want to live a prosperous life and I want to have a, 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 you know, a better life. I want to live for the Lord. Amen. I want to live for the kingdom. See, it really blesses me to see a church like, like this church. It's a kingdom-minded church. There is no sense of culture, but yet there is a sense of God's culture in this church. And I'm just so wonderful to see you all singing in different languages. And, and, and see you all worshiping and see you all interacting and see you all, you know, blessing each other. And, and just as one corporate body, that's what we are. We are one corporate body. We're the body of Christ. We are the church of, of Christ. We are the body of Christ. We are, the, we are a kingdom generation. And we speak one language. I'm not going to tell you it's a Spanish because that's not the official language in heaven. Some people might think it is. It's not even English. It's faith. Faith, it's our language. That's, that's how we identify we walk by faith, we work by faith, we see by faith, we do by faith, we call on faith, we receive by faith. Come on, somebody. We pray by faith, we believe God by faith, and we worship by faith. See, we cannot worship, we cannot approach God if we don't have faith. Unless there is faith in our hearts, we will never be able to approach God. Because if you don't have faith, then you don't have the seed of God in your heart. But if you have faith, you have the seed of God. And some people think, oh, I don't have faith. I don't have faith in anything. Let me tell you something. That faith will be developed. You may not see it right now. You may not think you have faith. But that faith will be developed. The Bible says... Hearing comes, faith comes by what? By hearing what? The news? No. Hearing what? The Word of God. Tell someone next to you, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. 
hearing the good news, hearing the gospel, hearing God's voice, hearing His voice. See, when we spend time in His presence, we will never be the same. It doesn't matter how weary, how tired, how troubled, how afflicted we are. When we walk out of that place, which is the presence zone, the glorious zone, the place where God comes down and abide with us and walk with us and identify, and he comes and restores our hearts and gives us the strength. That place, the holy of holies, we will never be the same after we walk out of that place because we have an encounter with God. And if you have an encounter with God, God's seal is upon you. And the enemy recognizes that seal and he can see it from far. And he knows that you're the son of the living God. He can't touch you. And even if he tries to touch you, he has to go before God and ask permission before he even touches you. You know that, right? Because you're God's property. Tell someone next to you, I am God's property. And so if you walk with the anointing, this is what's going to happen. This is the result of walking with the anointing. The anointing is like a, you know, like a shade, like a shadow, like a